everyone, a very warm welcome to this week's Harvest Churchcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you with us for another week and being on the journey together. And uh, this is our, our weekly slot for, for teaching and for encouraging each other. And uh, this week's message is from Joy Velikarodny. Joy is part of the Harvest family, a member of the church. She also has a an awesome family and uh, works teaching English to refugees and has also recently written a book called The Treasure Man, which uh, we'll put details on for that. You can check that out uh, at joyv.org. But getting back to today, um, I had asked Joy uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'd been thinking about asking Joy about speaking and uh, and got in touch just to see uh, if what she was thinking and as as it was, Joy had been praying about that very thing. Uh, she had uh, been looking at the word and felt that God had been opening up uh, a scripture to her and was thinking about whether uh, to share that with the church. And so with those two things coming together, we thought that that was uh, confirmation that it would be good to have Joy share a message with us this week. So we look forward to that. Um, before we do that, let me just open up with a reading from Psalm 111 and then we'll pray and then I'll hand over to Joy. So here's, here's the reading. Psalm 111 says this. Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should ponder them. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. Who can forget the wonders he performs? How gracious and merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who trust him. He always remembers his covenant. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good and all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name he has. Reverence for the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. The rewards of wisdom come to all who obey him. Praise his name forever. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you this morning for who you are, for your amazing deeds, Lord, for everything that you do, for all the wonders that you perform, that you have performed and that you will perform in the future. I want to thank you for your grace and for your mercy, for your patience, Lord, that you're a God that we can trust, that we can put our trust in your word, that we can put our trust in, in who you are, for you're a God who, who always remembers his promises. We thank you, Lord, that all you do is just and good and that your commands are trustworthy. Help us to put our trust in you and not in other things. Heavenly Father, we pray as we listen to your word this morning, as Joy speaks, that your Holy Spirit would speak to us as individuals and as a church and tell us what you are saying to us and help us to, to obey that and to take that into the week ahead. In Jesus' name, Amen.
Hello Harvest. Hello, my name's Joy and I'm a member of the church here at Harvest. I just want to share with you something that, that God's put on my heart uh, for us as a church, I believe. Uh, so let's get straight into the word because it's just the best place to start. Right, Luke 3, 21 to 22, some really familiar verses. When all the people were baptized, Jesus also was baptized. And as he was praying, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended on him in physical form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, you are my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. Jesus hadn't even done anything at this point. He hadn't done any miracles. He... And God said over him, you are my son with whom I'm well pleased. Wow. What a tremendous high, right? What a tremendous high. What's the next verse that Jesus hears? It's conveniently in my Bible separated by a chapter ending and a genealogy, but in Jesus' world, it wasn't. Jesus went from his baptism, led by the Holy Spirit into the desert, where he was tempted by the devil. For 40 days and nights, he didn't eat anything. And at the end of that time, he was hungry. Luke 4. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Now, we hear God speak. God speaks a word. Straight away, a testing comes against that word. God says, you are my son. If you are the son of God. We need to understand that every promise that God gives us as individuals and as a church will be tested. Everything God says, we will hear those little voices saying, yeah, but did God really say, yeah, but, yeah, but. Yeah, we've had a time of tremendous blessing in our church under Pastor Willie and, and, and buying the church building and oh, it's amazing, such a high. And then suddenly coronavirus and we're not allowed to meet. We can't even meet now two families to share communion and to, to share together what we're doing it's a tremendous low this is a tremendous difficulty will we even be able to meet together in the church this next year everything's up in the air the word that God spoke over us about being a church is being tested right now it's being tested so what do we do? What do we do when the word that God has spoken over us is tested? Let's look at what Jesus did, because he's always our example. And Jesus answered them, it is written, man must not live by bread alone. Amazing. Yeah, we know this. We know the story of the temptation. We know that, that Satan tempted Jesus three times and each time Jesus responded with the word. We know this. Do we do it? God speaks a word 
over us and it's tested. Do we really hold on to the things of God? It's easy to let go. It's easy to let our thoughts and emotions take over. In the West, we're told that we are worth it. We're told that our happiness is the highest priority. We are told that our thoughts and our emotions are king. They're not. My thoughts are influenced by cheese. My thoughts are influenced by a bad night's sleep, a soppy movie. My thoughts are influenced by somebody glancing the wrong way in the street. My thoughts are not at all reliable. Only the word of God is reliable. And when the thoughts in my head tell me things that don't line up with the word of God, that's not a good thing. Let's have a little look at what Jesus did. Jesus used scripture to counteract every one of Satan's attacks. Right, it's a practical five minutes. Practical five minutes. How do I get the scripture inside of me? Jesus was living at a time when uh, all good boys learnt the Torah off by heart as through childhood. Before they'd finished primary school, they would be able to recite the first five books of the Bible. We need to get our kids into scripture. Okay, how do we do that? Right, I have an idea. Let's give it a go. Nothing to lose. Get a notebook about this size, maybe a little bit bigger if you like. A small notebook. Go and get one this week. Okay. At the top of each page, write out a verse until you've written out about 10 or 15 verses, one each on the top of each page. And then about two or three times a week, encourage your primary school child to spend some time with that verse. You might need to model it with them first time. Do it. You might need to bribe them with chocolate. Do it. Whatever it takes. Get them to interact with that verse. Now, maybe they want to copy it out in different colours. They might want to write it on a post-it and put it on their mirror. They might want to draw a picture about it. They might want to write it in a letter and send it to grandma. Whatever. They might want to write it out as a prayer. They might want to answer it if it's a question. They might want to make it into a prayer. Whatever they want to do. But let's get our children regularly, regularly interacting with scripture in a very real and a very practical way. Okay, when they get to the end of the little bookie, work with them to write more scriptures in. When the booklet is complete, buy them a gift. Okay, God is a rewarder of those who seek him. Okay, get the kids something they're going to like. Yeah, uh, for my children, my teen children are teenagers. We have agreed a mega idea. We are not like uh, a delivery we're not a Deliveroo family. We we don't just eat because um, I like cooking. So we never do. We rarely get takeaway, but the kids love it. So we've now come up with a win-win situation where if our children learn 20 Bible verses in a month, they get a takeaway pizza. God is a rewarder of those who come to him. Let's reward our children for getting into the word. Okay, so they get pizza biggest win ever 
For them, we got our children learning scriptures that will lead them into life. Biggest win ever for us. Okay, win-win, practical. As adults, come on, let's use a little bit of self-control. Write it in the diary. If you're competitive, set up with a friend, see how many you can get. Winner buys coffee. Whatever it takes for you to get into the word, get into it. But one thing I'm going to tell you, do it out loud. Read the scriptures out loud. Now, don't tell me you are in a little house with people who are going to think you're nutty. You are in a little house, they already know you're nutty. Get on with it. Read scripture out loud. Every time I get in the car, radio turns on, picks up my phone, podcast, one year Bible. It's just there. I'm just listening to it. I'm just going over it, over it, over it. Let's get the scripture into us. Okay, next point. Jesus responded with scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone. Question. Was Jesus still hungry? Yeah, Jesus was still hungry. Had anything changed? Well, not that you could see, no. Except Satan tried a different tack, so something had changed. We need to stop thinking that when we see things, yeah, we need to focus on what's unseen, not on what's seen. We are far too easily led by what we see. You know, situations where God's told us to uh, to give money to people. And we're looking at our bank account going, we haven't got it. And we've learned to go, God, you've told us to give these people this money. We don't have this money. We need you to provide this money so we can give it. Okay, we're going to be led so much by what we think and what we see. Come on. Jesus stood on the word of God. The situation didn't change. But something shifted. What shifted? Let's read verse 14 together of Luke 4. It says, Then Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of of the Spirit, in the power of the Spirit. Glance back up to Luke, to verse one. We see that he left the Jordan full of the Spirit, but he entered into Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Because in that wrestling with Satan, in that fight where he used scripture and didn't rely on his emotions or his own thoughts, but stood on the word of God, Something happened. We have a whole new destiny in front of us as a church in this new building. But right now it's tough. Right now it's hard. It's hard to connect with God. It's hard to connect with each other. It's hard to connect with the word. Yeah, it's really hard. But I'm going to encourage you. To not be led by your thoughts at this time. I want to encourage you 
in this time, let's use this time to learn scripture, to get into scripture. Now I want us to start each day based in scripture. I'm speaking as much to myself as I am to you. Let's start the day in scripture. Let's stand on scripture. Let's when those thoughts come against us of, oh, you're never going to get, you're never going to be anything. God will never use you. You are. Let's stand as I know. God has a plan for us as a church. He has a purpose for us. Let's stand on that. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let's hide his word in our heart at this time so that when we go into the new church building, we don't just go in full of the Holy Spirit, but actually we go in in the power of the Holy Spirit. We have an opportunity to grow in the things of God during this final extended lockdown. We have time to get into the word as never before, to teach it to our children as never before, so that we can walk out of here no longer dictated to by our thoughts and by our emotions, no longer letting those things have sway over our destiny, but allowing the scripture, the promises God has over us, to be our direction, to be our call, to be that lamp unto our feet and a light to our path so that we can leave this lockdown and go into the new building in the power of the Holy Spirit, not just full of the Holy Spirit. I wanna pray, let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the model we have of you standing on the word of God and using scripture to combat all of those thoughts and those attacks that came against you. Jesus, right now we are feeling attacked. We are feeling alone, feeling disconnected, feeling like we don't belong. But God, we want to stand on your word, which says you brought all things together broken down the wall that divides us that you are our peace you are the head of the body that you are coming back one day for a church that is without blemish and without wrinkle we want to stand on this word which says you have a hope and a future for us god we want to cry out to you and uh, for scotland say god you have a plan for scotland we want to see scotland turn to you Father, as a church, we want to dedicate ourselves to seeking your word at this time, to standing on your word at this time, to standing on your word and not leaning on our own thoughts and our own emotions so that we can enter in to the new building, leave this time of lockdown in the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, 
you might need to go out and buy a notebook. You might actually need to just gather around a few friends. You might need to call a few folk up and go, you know what, I'm not in a house group. Or maybe, you know, my house group's too large. Can we meet? Can we meet once a week? Just hold each other accountable, share what we're learning. Maybe we just need to dig a little deeper, be a little more honest and a little bit more raw with each other. So I want you to take away from this. So your thoughts and your emotions will lie. God has spoken. Every word God speaks is tested, but we need to grow up, bury ourselves in the word and stand on the word of God, despite any attack that comes against us. God bless you. Bye. Thank you, Joy, for preparing and for sharing that message this week. And I pray that that would have blessed you as you've listened to it and uh, really enjoyed all the different voices that we've heard uh, this year so far. It was great to hear Gavin Calver last week talking about the, the discipline and the sacrifice of the athlete uh, training and the farmer and the soldier and uh, enjoy this morning speaking about the, the power of the word of God to resist temptation, to resist the, the attacks of the enemy. And I believe that in this time, in this season, that God is using these words to, to coach us and to prepare us for, for what's to come. And, and next week, eh, we're going to hear from Mark Ritchie. I, I did an interview with him this week, which we'll, we'll get ready for you. And Mark, eh, you may not know him, some of you may do, he is, is an evangelist. He is a, a speaker, a, is also a stand-up comedian, and eh, he has some real... Uh, strategies and tools and he's been been working on a, a podcast that you can listen to as well and it ties in really well with just what we've been hearing over the past few weeks about how to lead yourself well at this time how to to keep your thoughts uh, in a good place and how to to look after uh, your soul so i do hope that you will uh, tune back in next week to hear Mark and, and that as, as we're listening through all these weeks that you'll that God will be speaking to you and, and just this this threads flowing through all of these words uh, from God I believe and uh, let's just pray into those. So uh, perhaps you've never been to church before maybe it's your first time at Harvest and you're looking to find out a bit more about what we believe uh, about what Christianity is who Jesus is and uh, why we do the things that we do and if that's you this morning, please do check out our website. The link is below. There's a contact page. You can drop us a line. We'd love to, to speak to you, um, chat to you, grab a, a coffee online or, or give you a call or whatever, whatever suits and uh, let you know a bit more about how you can find out more and, uh, and just to start to have a conversation. And if you're interested in church as well, if you, if, uh, you fancy finding out more about Harvest, please do drop us a line. We'd love to tell you more about who we are and what we do. So that is us for another week. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And all that's left for me is to say, take care, God bless, have a great week, and we hope to see you back here soon.